like to welcome everybody this evening. And uh, Neil informed me that uh, since it was my night to open up, I had to open up this part of service too. So it kind of surprised me a little bit. That's all right. Um, we appreciate being here and uh, appreciate everybody making an effort to be here tonight. And uh, uh, I guess I'll uh, say a word of prayer and we'll turn it over to Taylor. Dear Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you for the time and opportunity to be in your house, Lord. And we just pray that you uh, bless this service in a mighty way, Lord, and help everybody to do everything you ask of them tonight, Lord. And we'd be able to feel your spirit, Lord. And if uh, you allow someone to preach tonight, Lord, the gospel will go out and touch someone's heart. And they can uh, seek salvation tonight, Lord, or get where they need to be with you. And again, Lord, we just thank you for how good you are to us. And we just ask you to be with us in this service tonight. to stay here longer than man's allotted days and watch the fleeting changes of life's uneven ways. But if my Savior calls me to that sweet home on high, I'll live with Him forever in glory by and by. Oh, yes,
again, we'd like to say we appreciate everybody making an effort to be here and uh, want to welcome all our visitors we have. And, uh, is there by a purpose to do everything the Lord gives them tonight? We'll have a service He has in store for us. This time, we we'll ask everybody to stand. And, uh, anybody have any unspoken prayer requests? For all those? Anybody have any spoken requests? Scotty Golden. <coughs> Remember Denny Hunter, I think he's got about, he's probably done a few of them, but preaching at least three funerals this week, I believe, so remember him. Gotta, that's got to wear on you a little bit. him and Valley. A lot of sickness. Seems like a lot of death right now. Just anybody else have anything? Perry Blue. Scotty, I think I'm going to put Levi to leave some prayer. We knew we had to open up. We uh, you know, uh, tried to pray and study, and uh, we never really could. We like to have, you know, a thought or verse or something to read, and we just couldn't get really settled on nothing. So, asking everybody, you know, Lord, give you something, 
testimony or song. Uh, do what the Lord give us tonight. as I was pondering on uh, trying to have something, one thing that did keep coming back to me is how much I appreciate this church and uh, how blessed and uh, fortunate I am or was to be raised in this church. I look back and uh, think about it sometimes and uh, uh, kind of the thought I had is um, again, just being fortunate um, I have uh, I guess I've People joked with me about it, about being related to the whole church, um, but it seemed like, uh, you know, that's a blessing. I got both sides of my family, a lot of people go here, and uh, uh, I think back to when I was a kid, and it didn't, uh, no matter who I was with, I had aunts and uncles, grandparents, no matter where I ended up, they all brought me to church, um, and looking back now, how much I appreciate that, and what a what a blessing that is to, uh, I almost feel guilty sometimes because uh, being raised in this church, you can't ask for a better place to be raised. Um, and as an adult and having children now, I just, uh, you know, it's just, it's something that's really special to me. And I guess as you get older, you appreciate it more. But, but anybody got anything at all? Has got something. I ponder a little bit. If somebody's got a testimony or song, we appreciate her. Might be going to the house pretty quick. One way, yes. Let's pray for Cooper. Can you pray for me tonight? I just say a few words and I'll read in the book of Psalms in the third chapter in the turn there I, I thank God for being here tonight for his good grace good mercy appreciate everything that's been done in this service so far and more than anything tonight I, I'd like to get where the preacher's at and I, I mean that with my whole heart and uh, even if I do get up here and fail, I know these fellows would agree with me. It, it's been worth every step of the mile with the Lord. I wouldn't trade a mile I've spent with Him. And He's been so good to me, I, I couldn't keep my seat tonight knowing He may have been giving me the opportunity for something. And uh, if I can tell you anything tonight, it's that He's worthy of our praise. And He's worthy of everything we could ever give Him. Because He gave His Son's life for us. And He's worth anything we could give to Him. So you pray tonight, I'll try to get this mic on and I'll read this. The third chapter of the book of Psalms says, Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. Many there be which say of my soul, there is no help for him in God, say law. But thou, art a, but thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter up of mine head. 
I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill. Say, Law, I laid, I laid me down and slept. I awaked, for the Lord sustained me. I want to skip over into the 121st chapter of the book of Psalms. You pray real hard. I just want to follow the Lord. 121st chapter of the book of Psalms says, I, I want to let you know before I read this, this is the same writer of who wrote Psalms chapter number 3. It says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth, and he will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. And so you pray for a little while. I'd just like to explain to you a few little things and uh, just follow the Lord. And as soon as he says I'm done, I'll be done. Uh, so I begin to look at this scripture in Psalm chapter number 3. And uh, at begin, a little while ago I had preached about David and the troubles that David went through. And that his sons had disobeyed him and went against him and rose against him. And here we find that this is right after David had had the same issue. And his son Absalom had went against him. And he began to talk about his enemies. He was calling his own son his enemy there because he rose up against him. And he said, Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. And I begin to think about our state and the Christian life today. And sometimes it seems looking around like the people that are against us are rising. They are doing better than we are doing. So many times I find myself, and this is bad on my part. I, I may be the only one. But Jordan, so many times I'll look and see somebody doing well in life. And I'll think, God, why do I have struggles? God, why do I have strife? And I'll begin to ask the question, God, why am I in this place? And I begin to be reminded that God did not promise us that we wouldn't go through troubles and trials, but God did promise us that through the valley He would walk with us and on the mountaintop He'd be with us. And it didn't matter where we went, but it was the fact that He was with us in those trials. And Jeremy, there's something about knowing that this world may have problems, but they don't have Jesus. But when I go through problems, I have Jesus with me in those problems. And the world may look at me and say, He's a fool. I at least enjoy my life. I enjoy what I do. But I'm telling you right now, when they get in that place where they don't know where to go, they'll realize that they're missing out on something. And you just keep pressing on for the Lord. Because when you get in those problems and when you get in those trials, you'll realize that you have Jesus by your side and you'll realize that things are a lot easier with Him. And I begin to think about David here and he began to tell him, he said, my, my enemies rising up against me, God. But David was reminded of something. He said, they, many there be which say in my soul, there is no help for him in God. Say, law. David immediately comes back with this statement. I love this. He said, but thou art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter up of mine head. Boy, I love that there. And David begins to talk and begins to say as he was in this place, I can see David maybe in the king's palace, Jordan, as he's found out his sons rose against him and the, the army's beginning to grow. The armies is coming against him. They're beginning to grow. And he's in his palace in just such sorrow and trouble and turmoil. And God's sweet spirit comes by his way. It says, David, I've never left you alone before, and I'm not going to start leaving you alone now. I love that he says, Jordan, he said, 
He's the lifter up of mine head. And that means a lot to me. I don't know about you, but there's been a few times in this life, Jordan, where I've walked through trouble and sorrow and God's come by my way and He's begun to lift up mine head. And listen, I love what He said over there in the 121st chapter. He said, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. Today, listen, church, God's trying to lift up your head because He wants you to know that your help lies with Him and not anything in this world. Listen, Jordan, sometimes God... God wants to get our attention to see where the help's coming from. Today, we ought to be reminded that God is trying to help us. I've went and looked for help in the world, Mike, and I've went into the world and tried to find everything I could to give me help. But it took me coming back to the Lord and lifting up mine eyes under the hills and saying, God, I'm not going to get help anywhere else. I'll begin to read that, and I want to read this in, in the 121st chapter if I can get to it real fast. And you just keep praying. I want to go a little bit further. It says that the Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. And the first time I read this, i be honest, it didn't make sense to me. Sometimes it just is that way. But God began to show me that the shade upon thy right hand, wherever I go, He's right behind me. He's right there with me. Here's what David's saying. I've said it already, but I'm going to say it again. Wherever I go, the Lord is with me. So that means that wherever we go, we can find help in Him. Preacher, but I'm not saved. Listen, come and get saved and start getting help from Him. Preacher, I'm in a bad place right now. I don't know where to go. Come and get help from Him. Listen, God doesn't want to see us in, in sorrow. God doesn't want to see us walking in sorrow alone. God wants to help us every day that we get up in the morning, every day that we step out of bed, every day, Ethan, that I get up and I say, God, I want to live for you. He says, you can and I'll help you along the way. And that's a joy to know today that every day that I get up, Jeremy, and I say, God, I want a purpose in my heart this morning. God, I want to do everything I can today to tell somebody about your goodness, God, and of your good grace. He says, child, you get out of bed and you start walking and you just utter the name of Jesus. I thank God for a word that can change lives today. And I thank God He's still on the throne and He can still change lives. I'm glad in 2,000 years since Calvary, God hasn't quit saving people. He saved me and I was the worst there ever was as far as I'm concerned. And Jordan, I'm glad, buddy, that when I go tell people that there's hope in Jesus, that there's actually hope in Jesus. I'm not telling them some fairy tale, but I'm telling them the greatest story that's ever been told. That Jesus came and suffered and died a lonely death, Roy, that He had to pay so that we could be saved. And it says that the joy that was set before Him... Listen, I thank God today that He found joy in saving me and He found joy in saving you, Jeremy, and Katie and Taylor. And today, if you want to get saved, He'll find joy in saving you. God wants to save His people today. He paid the price and He's just waiting to save you. Taylor, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't expecting you to sing that song about Stephen but as I got home from school today, God began to let the wheels turn in my mind and I began to think about this Scripture and He brought Stephen to my mind. And we find Stephen over there, I believe it's in the 7th chapter of the book of Acts, and Stephen's over there and he had preached to these people and this group of people and it said that their heart was turned against him and that they began to grow mad at him. He had told them they were sinners and I believe that's needed today. And when I say that, I mean to tell you I'm a sinner too. Everything that's preached, I get it too, don't worry. But Stephen began to tell them, he said, 
the adulterous generation. You need to turn to God. I'm putting in my words. He told them you need to turn to Jesus while you can. And it said that they were mad as they could be at Him. And finally they got so mad they began to stone Him, begin to kill Him. I need to read this. I, I want to get this word for word. As, as they're getting ready to stone this man, Stephen knows he's just done a work for the Lord. I want to tell you that. And Stephen knows that they're stoning him and it's likely he's going to die. It says, but he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God and said, Behold, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. Listen, I, I want to mention this. Stephen there was about to die. And in his dying day, Jordan, he looked up and saw that there was still help for him. That brings me joy to know because it lets me know that when I'm in my dying day and when I'm getting ready to cross over Jordan, there's going to be help for me. And that's the promise we have today. That's what ought to bring us joy that no matter where we go, no matter what we do, God's always going to be there to help us. And the people that are lost and want to persecute us and want to tell us we're wrong, listen, when they end up in the devil's hell, listen, and we're living over in heaven, they'll be knowing that we were living in the right way. Now, I'm not saying we should be harping on them. I'm not saying we should be judging them. We ought to be showing them Jesus every moment that we can. But what I'm telling you is, I know it's hard sometimes to not be bothered by it. But when you begin to get bothered, think of the joys of heaven and think of Stephen and how Stephen looked up and saw Jesus on the right hand of the Father. And I'm glad today, Jeremy, he's still on the throne and he's still looking to help his children. I, that's all I got on my heart tonight. But I, I hope you're encouraged in knowing that God made a promise to not leave his children alone. You ought to take that to heart tonight. And if you're here and lost, if you're here and you need to get in, if you just need help, I encourage you to make a move for the Lord. Can I get one verse of song, Taylor? That's all I want. Stand with us. I know that was simple and it wasn't a lot, but I, I just want one verse if somebody needs some help. Every time David, such a great man, and he needed help too, every time he needed help, he found it in the Lord. David made many mistakes. But when David began to look to the Lord, things got patched up and he could get his life back in order. Sing whenever you're ready. Just one verse. I encourage you, if you feel like moving at all tonight, come. God's made a place to meet with us and God wants to meet with us. Don't let the altar be in vain tonight for you. Use the altar while you can. Appreciate being here.
Jesus. Thank you, Lord, inside their heart.